So the moon embracing the sun is one of the biggest heat dramas from Korea. Um, I think it's surpassed 40% viewership rates. And that just shows you how good this drama was. Um, it came out in 2012. And I have rewatched this drama quite a few times because it's still one of my favorite dramas of all times for a bunch of reasons. But this drama, I have to say, it just hits the right spots in a lot of areas. It has a very attractive Past. The story progression is amazing and the ending is perfect, right? So for those that are new to my podcast, you should know that I do give away spoilers. And so if you've not seen this drama and you would not like anything spoiled, you should probably stop listening at this point. But yeah, The Moon Embracing the Sun is a historical drama that tells the love story between the king of a fictional nation and a shaman called Wall, who we know to be the king's former crown princess. This drama stars Kim Soo-yeon as the king. It stars Yeo Jin-gu as his younger version playing the crown prince. Han Gain stars the female lead, Wall, a shaman with, I guess, a mysterious past that I guess it's only mysterious to Wall herself like the shaman and the king everybody else knows who she is like everybody else knows what's going on um but she's blind to her past and so is the king they have no idea like that wall is also yonho who is the daughter of a noble family that was the crown princess kim yu jong stars a younger version who for all intents purposes is dead in this drama and so the point of this drama is i guess the rediscovery of yonho who is now the shaman wall this drama was fantastic for a bunch of reasons. One of the biggest reasons for me is that this drama does not fall into the episode 12 to 14 drama curse that a lot of drama fall into. In the sense that because the younger versions are with us for about 6 episodes we have about 1 or 2 episodes less in the adult version. So if we say that like a normal Korean drama is 16 episodes, right? Usually it's usually 16 episodes. Especially back in this time. Like 2012 was the era where most dramas were 16 episodes. Because the younger version are on until episode 6 there's about 15 episodes for like the adult versions to basically you know do their thing right and so the story does not fall into that issue of having no plot at like episode 12 to 14 because they actually have no time right there's about just 15 episodes for them to rediscover everything and you know fall in love again and so that's what this drama did well in that it had no lagging in the story by midpoint like the story was gearing up to the fact that the king was finding out there was something odd about war right so that's one thing this drama does well in that it does not fall flat at any point in the drama it keeps its high tone up till the end and then another reason why this drama is one of my favorites is because it ticks a lot of my trope boxes and when i say my trope boxes i mean like a list of tropes i love to see in a drama right so things like loyalty to one's like love and like historical drama strong male lead like things like that are things i really love about like dramas right so if a drama has all those things i tend to like it and so this drama does a good job of keeping all those tropes alive so i was here for it and i love this drama just because of that right and the fact that he ended up also being an historical drama just made it so much better because i think i tend to like historical dramas more but the issue with historical dramas is that they tend to end up in tragedy right for some reason like the historical dramas just end up in a bad place so i have to say i was happy that 
this drama turned out the way it did. And I guess it did turn out good, like with a happy ending, because it's based on a fictional story. Like it's not based on any specific king in like the Korea like era, right? So they can play with the ending and make it a happy ending. Because let's be honest, most royalty in the Korean dynasty or this Joseon dynasty eras, right? They always had bad ending. They did not live long and stuff like that. So typically the stories would have a bad ending. But because this is set in a fictional world, we can have like a good ending. And I was glad for that, honestly. But yeah, anyway, this story starts with the meeting of like Yonwoo and the crown prince who quickly fall in love. Like it takes them no time at all to fall in love. And it's cute. Like it's puppy love and it's very beautiful, very innocent, you know. And I guess both of them aren't tuned into the politics going on around them, right? Especially Yojinku's character, the crown prince. I want to say you should know better, but I guess again, he's also young and innocent that he did not see it coming. So, you know, the crown prince falls in love hard and fast. And I have to say, Yojingu and Kim Yujong do a fantastic job. And they really, really set the stage for Kim Soo-yeon and and Gain to take over. Like they do a very good job in portraying the love that is growing between these two characters. The scene where he comes to see her when she's basically lying in bed sick, right? She's about to die, like she's on her deathbed. He comes to her and he gives her the airpin that has the moon embracing the sun. Like that scene has me in absolute tears. Like I was crying like a baby. Like it was so sweet and it was infinitely sad because like we know Yonu survives, right? But for them, like they don't know that, right? And so that scene was very sad to me, right? Right. In a way, it was the last moment for the actor and the actress to meet for the final time, right? And so even though like they grew up and they meet again, but for me that I've been watching them for the past like six episodes, right, to come, I got choked up because I know that like this is it for the actors as well, right? And so I was really, really sad about that scene, but it was a very lovely scene and... Yeah, the two actors, Yojingu and Kim Yujong, they do a really, really good job of setting the stage, right? And I mean, it's so good. They were so good that honestly, this drama could have been a fail if not because Kim Soo-yeon and Han Gain are terrific actors. Because those kids are really a tough act to follow, right? And I almost missed them. But again, Kim Soo-yeon, is, his beautiful face was there to welcome us. So like, I didn't miss them too much. But yeah, they were a very tough act to follow. And so as the story continues, we basically jump like 10 years into the future, right? And our crown prince has become a king. And unfortunately, he has come to suffer from insomnia and lack of sleep, maybe from the guilt and pain he feels over the death of Yeon Hu, who is, I guess, his one true love. And that's where Shaman War comes in. As adults, I have to say I really enjoyed their first meeting right where he mistakes a lamb for the moon right or something like that and he feels immediately drawn to her like i like that scene because the scene where for example where she's serving them drinks right he's staring at her so hard i'm like like he was so drawn to her even from the very beginning in a way that it was just the chemistry was just amazing because the point where she's telling his bodyguard played by song jerim who again is another fantastic actor i really love him he was an inspiring generation and if you've not seen that drama i think that's a drama that everybody should watch once it's really good um she's telling him that why is he letting her serve the king a drink when he has no idea what's in it and in that scene kim soo pulls her in i keep saying kim soo but yeah kim soo pulls her in and i just died like i died in that scene because oh my god the chemistry they have was fire and i'm thankful for that because it was very important that those two have chemistry or else this drama would have fallen flat and thankfully like kim soo has chemistry with most actresses he acts with so yeah that scene was oh i felt it like i was like oh yeah 
this this drama is going to be awesome, right? And yeah, so it's even then that the king, Kim Soo-yeon's character, starts to sense that there's something off about this character, about this shaman that he's meeting for the first time, right? Because she looks like the dead princess, right? And casting-wise, honestly, Kim Yoo-jung and Han Gain do look alike. They will have like this round face and small features. And so they do a good job of casting in that sense. And so even then, he senses there's something off about her, right? And again, he's so taken by her that he, you know, he asks her what's her name and she's like, I have no name and he gives her a name and i guess even after the pathways he thinks about her constantly right and that's what i like about this drama like his love for her was really clear from the very beginning right and so he thinks about her constantly and even asks his bodyguard jaewon played by song jerem to go back and see if she's still weird like they met her and she's not of course right because you know they've planned like the evil people have planned some things out right and so she's no longer there and so back at the palace right the queen Daoga and her people and everybody realized that the king's illness is it's really a problem so they have shaman wall kidnapped because she's the student of the head shaman that i guess the queen Daoga really believes in and so they choose her to become the chosen vessel and really that's how our story progresses and again i love loved the enduring love that the king had for yonu even after her death right even though when he didn't know who she was he was so completely devoted and loyal to her right and so in a sense like i understood this immediate aversion for wall this seemingly low class girl like who was actually really low class like in the sense that shamans were i think lower than ordinary citizens but a little better than slaves right and so i guess i could sense that he could not understand his attraction to her and it pissed him off because he felt like he was betraying yonu his one true love and i like that dilemma that they show because he was trying not to to find that interesting and he was failing miserably he always ended up like pulling her into his arm stroking her face staring at her like he stared at her so much that i was even i was like scorching like he stared at her so much that like the chemistry was fire between those two right and kim seon does a really good job of showing you this confused attraction that this character was feeling right and i have to say like a lot of people had something to say about Anne guy when this drama first aired in the sense that she seemed like a blank slate most of the time she wasn't her acting wasn't too pronounced right and i think i like that acting like her acting to me works because in a sense wall the shaman wall like she's super confused about who she is she has no recollection of her past right she's for the most part wiped right and Angain does a good job of showing you that right she always has this sorrowful way of looking right like almost like as if her soul could remember what has happened to her but her mind doesn't right and so she's like deep down she remembers that she was like buried alive and things like that but obviously she actually doesn't recall things like that but like her soul remembers and so Hangain has a way of looking very sad and sorrowful that you know it speaks to me i really liked her acting in this so i was very satisfied with her moving on in the story as time progresses right our king realizes that something is really amiss with wall right and this is when basically the conspiracy from 10 years ago starts to unravel another element i mentioned earlier about why this drama was worth it for me was that i liked strong male lead and i have to say this drama does a good job of giving you a king that is not weak spineless or dumb right the king in this drama has a lot of strength and power right even though he's not absolute like his power is not absolute it's to the point where everybody feared him finding out about what happened to his crown princess right and that's something i really liked because the worst thing they could have done <laughs> was make him a sniveling weak king right and i wouldn't have been able to stand 
this drama if it was like crying woe is me after time right because i recently tried watching bloody heart that stars ijun as the king because like he had a similar enough premise to this drama in the sense that the moon embracing the sun and bloody heart has like the king losing his love interest that's supposed to be his crown princess and queen right and so i was like okay i'm going to watch it because it's similar in that sense but unfortunately that drama i couldn't stand it because of how idiotic the king was acting like he had tears in his eyes like half the time and he was was very annoying in this drama yes like kim soon's character the king cries a few times right but every time he did it kind of made sense to me right i especially liked the scene where he finds out the truth about wall and what like she's been through and who she is that she's basically young who is lover right and he breaks down in tears right over what she's gone through and that scene was painful for me that even i was crying like i was like oh my god i understand right and it's that kind of like tearful moments i like i don't like when a character is crying when they're supposed to be doing things like trying to solve things right so in this drama it's it's the king's smarts that help him connect the dots from like the similarities in the handwriting of the shaman and the handwriting of yonho right that he understands that oh my god the handwriting is too similar for this to be a coincidence right him taking the initiative to have someone investigate her death when he becomes doubtful that's also something that i was like happy about because i don't like when the plot like the solution right just falls flat on their lap like it makes them seem weak and useless like they will not solve this if not for because the story had to progress right and so i was very glad and happy with how they took the king's character it was very well like written in that sense right and even the villains in this drama too right the villains are also well portrayed like i could understand how the villains came to do what they were doing like no villain was extremely cartoonish or annoying in that sense right their actions made sense for what they were trying to achieve for example like in particular the king's little sister right played by kim sohyun as a child and nambura as the adult version just <laughs> side note like i have to say that nambura was one of two actors in this drama that i felt was a miscast the second being yonu's brother i feel like they should have gotten two different actors to play the older version of those characters like that couple right the older couple i felt like they just it wasn't working for me right but anyway yeah the princess puts herself in a situation where she's used to kill the crown princess yonu just so she can marry yonu brother like it was awful right but again the character she regrets it she felt guilty about it although i have to say like i feel like that does not excuse what she did because in the end they kind of forgive her for it but honestly she was kind of brazen to marry into the family anyways especially after she realized what she'd done like what they'd use her to do right like she basically cut off his chance for a bright future because yonu's brother was supposed to be one of like the king's people along with like the bodyguard that was going to you know help the king when he ascended the throne right and she basically cut that off for him and it was up to me because she expected him to love her regardless right the the audacity <laughs> after helping murder his sister right and again for all intense purposes she has no idea that yonu survived right and so i don't know why she was like always sad oh he's not willing to sleep i'm like you're basically a monster honestly right and the thing where they go and pray on the grave of the father i think right like yonu's dad she's also there and like she's like feeling guilty and like i'm just like she's this girl she needs to be hanged <laughs> like how dare she right after all she's done i feel like she's the most brazen because of what she wanted 
right? In the sense that the queen also did the same thing, but I could understand the queen because the queen is not trying to marry into the family of the girl she killed. So that character was very difficult to swallow. But yeah, still, like, the villains were well done in that sense. Like, especially the princess, right? Um, Everybody that played a role into the death, like the assassination of the crown princess, they did it in little ways that all ended up being the conspiracy it did, right? And I guess I'm so grateful for the shaman because she was one that ensured that Yonu survived. Even if she had, like, they had to bury Yonu alive first, which is like, geez, like, I don't know how Yonu survived that. Like, I would be mentally unstable. And I guess there are some points where Yonu, like, you can tell Wall is feeling the effects of that. She's remembering, she was remembering things like that, right? And so, you know, the villains are well done the feeling of guilt and fear like the queen for example was so scared when she thought like yonu was coming back to haunt her <laughs> and i just loved i have to say i love watching the queen suffer more than anybody else because that's what i love about the character of the king he gave her no time of the day like not even a little bit and he was snarky and mean about it as well almost like he knew she did something to like take the position of like his precious Yonhu. he was so pissed at her half the time like he could not stand to touch her in fact right and i just love that because that's how i want to see like second female leads that are villains that's how i want to see all male leads treat them kim Soo-yeon's character does a good job of like just sticking it to her all the time right like he insults her so much that i'm like don't you have pride but yeah this drama was good on that point and it's so good because this is why i did not have any second lead syndrome like a lot of people have second lead syndrome in dramas but i tend not to and this drama was one where it was solid grand prince yang myung um was amazing played by ilwo jung hilwo but you just can't beat kim soyoung like you can't beat him he's too good he's too well written that I rooted for him till the end. There was never any competition in my heart that like he was the one for Wall, right? He was the one for Yonhu. And I don't think even for Yonhu there was any competition. He was easily always going to be the king, right? And so yeah, this drama was fantastic. I also loved, loved the OST. The OST of this drama, Back in Time by Lin, is one of my favorite up till this day. Like I loved that song like so much. I still listen to it till this day. And yeah, so this drama was awesome in that sense. Like everything about this drama, the setting, the music, the acting was so well done. It was, it's very nice because these days you see like Kim Sohyun and Kim Yoo Jung, like you see them, they are acting their own as like the female lead in their own dramas and it's amazing because they've grown so much and makes me feel old um but yeah this drama was good i don't think a drama can surpass this like i don't think the rating this drama got is doable in today's day like i don't think i've seen a drama that has gotten that high to like a 40 something percent and for good reason this drama does everything it's doing well like it's not that it's not cliched it's cliched in some ways but it's fantastic because even with the cliche it does a good job of of what it's trying to do right it doesn't fall short in any way right and so this drama was one of the best 10 out of 10 for me like i love it so much i will rewatch this drama a billion times nothing no one can say anything wrong about this drama. This drama is fantastic right um yeah so i i really love this drama and yeah that's that's my review of the moon embracing the sun one of the best dramas to ever come out honestly it's, it's amazing you can't beat this drama <laughs> like it's it's just it's it's up there right and so yeah that's that's my review of this drama thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye